Welcome to Makers Chat, a podcast community for creatives. I'm your host, Danielle Kaminsky, artist, maker, and educator from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Join me as we share our stories and explore the topics that are most important to creative entrepreneurs and makers. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Makers Chat. So in today's mini episode, we're going to be talking about the Enneagram. So as we move forward in this podcast, you're going to hear me talk about the Enneagram a lot because I absolutely love this tool. And it is most often described as a personality test, but my opinion is that it's so much more than a typical personality test. And since I am an absolute Enneagram geek, and you're going to hear me talk about it a lot, I thought I would take a few minutes today just to sort of give you a brief overview of what it is and how to kind of understand some of the things that you might hear me say. And of course, how you can figure out what your type is if you're curious and you want to do that kind of research. So Enneagram broken down literally means Ennea means nine and gram of course means diagram or chart. So the Enneagram itself is actually the symbol that we use that shows the nine points to represent the nine different types. So with the Enneagram, each person is going to have a dominant type. So each type has a description that describes what makes it special, what makes it different. But the thing that will set it apart is that the Enneagram is not necessarily about your behaviors, but it's about your motivation. So there are several types on the Enneagram that might look different on the outside because the behaviors seem really comparable. But the idea is that the motivations and desires of each type That is what causes you to fall into a category. The reasons that you do the things that you do, not necessarily your actions in and of themselves. So to do a little bit of your own research and try to figure out your dominant type, I highly recommend that you visit the Enneagram Institute. They have some really great information available on their website and they even have the ready, which is their test that you can take and it costs $12, but it really is the most accurate test that you can take to try to come up with your your type. But whether you take that test or another free test online, you'll, you'll notice that you don't get like one result. You get a list of results with the percentages that they have kind of lined you up according to the test of which type you might be. Once you get those results, you're going to want to read the description of each type because, like I said, sometimes the behaviors for the different types can look the same, but the motivations and the underlying reason that you do the things you do, that is what determines your Enneagram type. So each of the nine types has a basic desire and a basic fear. And that is essentially what drives most of the conversation around Enneagram types. If you are struggling to figure out which type you are, if you have it narrowed down to a couple of different ones and you're not sure which one resonates with you the most, then you can do a little bit of research and find out about the original wound or the attack on virtue, depending on what language you're using. And a lot of times hearing that and reading that will really help you um, kind of 
you know, narrow in on which type is actually your dominant type. And I say this all the time, anytime I'm talking about childhood wounds, is that this does not mean that you were abused. I mean, you may have been, and there's a lot of us have a lot of trauma in our backgrounds, but, you know, we weren't all abused as children. And that's not what that language means. What it really means is that no one is perfect. No one can receive or give love perfectly. And the way that 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 was ingrained in us as children, some of the messages that we heard, whether they were intentional or not, can really affect the way that we process life, right, as adults. And so that is kind of at the core of the basic desire and the basic fear is what they call the childhood wound or the original wound. And that is um, very telling sometimes when you're trying to determine exactly what type you might be. So everyone has a dominant type, but you'll also hear people talk about their wings. And there's some confusion there. A lot of times in our, in our group on Facebook, I'll hear people say, oh, I'm a type nine and I wing five. Well, that's actually not possible <laughs> with the way the Enneagram is set up. Your wings are the, the arms that go to either side of your number. So if you were a nine, let's say you're a nine, you're at the top of the diagram, you can either wing or lean into a one or an eight. So you go to the numbers that are on either side of you if you have a wing or an arm. Everyone does not necessarily have an identifiable wing. So once you determine your dominant type, every type has the ability to lean into the numbers to either side of them. And for some of us, for me personally, I'm actually a type three and I do have a very strong two wing. And I actually for a long time was trying to determine which of those two types I was. The thing that helped me figure it, figure it out was the childhood wound when I started reading about that in the Sacred Enneagram by Christopher Hertz and I highly recommend that book as well. But that's, that's what a wing is. So you have a dominant type but you can lean into the two numbers next to you. So if you do, then understanding those motivations can help you sometimes work on becoming the best you that you can be because ultimately that's what any personality test is about. Because when we understand ourselves better, we can more easily correct when we see behaviors and coping mechanisms that aren't healthy and really work towards being the best version of ourselves. And in doing that, we can help the people around us try to become the best versions of themselves as well. So once you really get into the Enneagram and you've learned your type and you're doing the research to become the best you that you can be, you start learning about the other types as well because part of the tool is being able to improve our relationships. So once we have established our type and we're learning how to be the best version of ourselves, Understanding the other types, and especially if we have the ability to know the types of the people around us, it allows us to relate to them better, to love them better, to be more empathetic because we can be more understanding of what's driving them. It is really, really a great relationship tool, whether it is at home, at work, in your friendships, in your business relationships. It's just such a valuable tool when you know where someone stands and what drives them, it can really help you to, to empathize with where they are so that you can come to a common ground a lot easier. 
So that's kind of the Enneagram in a nutshell. I'm not going to go into all the different types and what they are because that would just be a completely different episode. But I did want to let you at least kind of understand what the Enneagram is. And if it sounds interesting to you, then I really encourage you to dig a little deeper. I'm going to put some resources in the show notes for you guys so that you can, there's some Instagram accounts that I follow that put out some really great information. If you're a visual person, there's a few books that I would recommend. And of course, there are some coaches out there that do an excellent job talking about the Enneagram and how that's going to relate to you in your life. But ultimately, I just wanted to share a little bit about this tool that I'm so obsessed with because as you hear me talk throughout these podcast episodes, it's going to come up. And so I wanted you to have maybe a base understanding of what it is that we're talking about. So that's all for today. We're going to have one more mini episode before our first full episode launches on April 5th. And you guys are going to get to meet my friend, Crystal Coral Marie Molina. She is awesome. She is going to be joining me at the beginning of every month to kick off our talk about each topic that we address here on the podcast. And I just can't wait for you guys to meet her. So that's all for today. Y'all have just a beautiful day and I'll talk to you next time. That's all for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Remember to check out the Makers Chat community so you can dive deeper into the conversation. You'll find the link to join in our show notes. Have a beautiful week and we will chat again soon.